Welcome to Divorce Etc. hosted by us, the ex-experts. We're here to give you all kinds of information and tips on everything divorce. Plus, we're asking a lot of the questions that you may not even think of or know to ask, but we know because we've lived it, so we get it. We're Jessica and TH. Welcome back to another episode. Um, and we're doing a Just Us again today. And today we're going to be talking about my stuff, but we're going to be focusing on engagement rings and marriage and relationship jewelry and what the hell happens to it when you are getting separated and divorced. So, so let's start with the ring. Yes. Um, presumably everybody got some form of an engagement ring, no matter what. So I had kept my engagement ring in a safety deposit box at the bank since 2008. So almost, you know, more than 13 years, just mm -hmm. sitting there. And I kind of felt like it was an insurance policy. Like if I needed the money, I would sell it. And I had no intention of ever honestly giving it to either of any of my kids. Why is that? I don't know. I felt like it had bad juju around it. You know, mm -hmm. the marriage didn't work out. Okay. And also, you know what, whoever they marry, like they should go pick. I got this annoying fly <laughs> in my fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We got to start again. This no, thing is, oh, okay. <laughs> um, anyway, so I wasn't going to get, I wasn't going to save it for anyone. It was an insurance policy. So now that we've started X experts, I actually took it to a jeweler who I trust and sold it. And I put the money into our business. It was like the right thing to do with it. I was never going to wear it again. I it's, it's bad juju for me for my future. So I, that was kind of my feeling about the ring, the stone anyway, it was found money. Right. So what about you, Jess? You've had two rings. I've had two rings. So I, I mean, I, I will first say, and I don't know if this is like a nationwide thing, we need to actually ask a lawyer about it, but I like, you know, where we are, the rule is like, once you get married, the ring is the wife. So it's not something that has to be, you know, negotiated in the divorce settlement or anything like that. It's automatic. Right, it was given as a gift. Exactly, prior to the marriage. <clears throat> so my first ring, um, well, my first ring, I actually upgraded about 10 years in. Um, I, it's funny, I do believe in karma and I do believe that everything happens for a reason, but I, I don't, I'm not really superstitious and I'm, I don't really believe in like bad juju per se. So my sister was selling her ring and I think it was because she was getting divorced and she was selling it back to our diamond dealer. And so Darren sold ours back to the diamond dealer and bought my sister's and, and reset it. And it was virtually, an, you know, the same ring, but, but a little bit bigger. And I remember there were a couple of people at the time that were like, oh my God, that's such bad luck, which I don't believe in. Cause I was kind of like, well, you don't know where the original ring came from anyway. People go to a jeweler. You have no idea who had that ring at some point. They didn't just pull it out of the ground. Right. You think, right. You think it just came out of the cave for you. I actually never even thought about the journey of That's the diamond. Right. That's right. The di and everybody could be wearing a diamond or anybody could be wearing a diamond that one right. was, was you know owned by a couple that ended up getting divorced. So anyway, that ring, I, we upgraded it. When, when Darren and I got divorced, 
I sold it back to the diamond dealer. Um, and there I was done with it. My second- So hang on. So the important thing here is that if you choose to sell your diamond, I would- <laughs> This is like someone who's telling me this is bad juju to talk about it. This fly is so annoying. Set the debate. Um, I would just say it's really important to find somebody that you really trust because right. during my divorce process, I actually had to bring the ring to get it um, appraised by someone that he chose. And when I went to sell it now, they told me it was had a big defect in it. Now, I know my ex-husband. He doesn't buy anything with a defect in it. There's no way he bought that engagement ring like that. And I think that the place we went to did do a switch of the diamond. A hundred percent. There's no question about it. There's no way that he would buy something with that level of imperfection to cut the value in half. I would have gotten twice the amount of money. So I had to make the decision. So long and short, you have to go to someone you trust. So you guys had a family relationship with this jewelry person and, and we had a family relationship with the jeweler that I went to um, to sell it. So that's really important. Make sure your eyes are always on the diamond. No, you're a hundred percent. You're a hundred percent right. And so, right, we sold that one back. Or the jewelry, whatever it is. Exactly. Let them take it in a back room. Right. Sold it, sold it. So anyway, so sold the first one. The second one I still own. Um, it is, to me, the most spectacular engagement ring ever. And I am bummed that I didn't get to wear it longer. And I would love to figure out a way in my life to have that ring again, like to reuse that ring. The Why do you use it as a pendant on your neck? You want to wear it as a ring only. I... I think the size of the stone doesn't lend itself to anything other than as a as an engagement ring. Okay. Um, so I have brought it uh, to a jeweler. Actually, it, it was your guy, and it's like it's available on consignment. So like, if they have someone who comes in who's looking for a ring of that size and that shape and whatever, then I, for the right price, I actually would sell it. But there is a small part of me, and even though I'm not looking to get married again, I mean, there's a small part of me that's like, I would love to wear that ring again one day. I just think that a lot of men and their egos, it's hard for me to imagine that I would ever be in a relationship with someone who would be like, sure, let's use the ring you got from your second husband. So I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I would, I would love, 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 love to save it for Zoe. It is definitely not a starter engagement ring. So if I were to save it for Zoe, it's something that she would have to have much later in life. She'd have to be married 25 years happily. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, if she reaches the 25 mark, then she can get the stone. Or she'd have to be of a certain age, I think. Right. In any right. case, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about it. I also, am, since I'm about to renovate the apartment, it's kind of like, oh, I don't know, like it might be nice to have the money. So I'm just sort of deciding. Right now they have it. I, I have an insurance policy on it. It's in their safe. Um, so there's no pressure. If they come to you with, with an amount of money that you can't refuse and you're not wearing it anyway, you can go buy yourself a new one when you, when you want it. Find at which I actually would sell it. They came to me lower than that, in my opinion, significantly lower than that. And I just feel like it's not a priority of mine right now. I, I, I would rather keep it for now than sell it at that price. Right. 
But I will say, I think in general, like just the conversation about relationship jewelry is so interesting because it's a conversation I've had with both men and women. Like for example, right now I'm wearing these diamond studs. Darren gave me these diamond studs when we were married probably, I don't know. Five years. Five years, about that. And I, I ha actually initially had a pair that got stolen when one of our apartments was for sale. And thankfully they were insured. And then I got a little upgrade. Um, but I've had these, I've had these earrings for 20 years at least. So and do you keep it because you picked it and you love them? Like I have things that I got from my ex that I won't wear again. But for whatever reason, I have worn this watch since I got it from him, I don't know maybe 10 years into our marriage. So I've been wearing it literally every day. And I wear it because I picked it out. I picked it out and I loved it. And the other actually piece of jewelry that I wear is when we were in Italy with you guys. I remember that. And you and I went to the jewelry store and I found these earrings that were just so gorgeous. Yes, I remember that. And I remember Darren guilted him into yes. buying them for me, but I was like, screw it, I want them. Right. So, but those are the two things during my relationship with him that I picked out that I really wanted. So I don't have a problem wearing them, but I do have a problem wearing the other stuff that I just got from him that, that maybe wasn't something I would have picked out or is like a symbol of me being married to him. I won't wear any of that. Yeah, I, I will say I'm a person, I don't love surprise gifts. I generally would like to pick stuff out. So I will say that, you know, almost overwhelmingly, almost all of the jewelry that I own is stuff that I had a say in picking out even, you know, so maybe that's why I don't have a problem wearing it. I also don't have a problem wearing any of it because I don't wear it feeling like you know, like I'm pining away for someone. I like the marriage, the relationship and the marriage significance for me is not really there on those pieces of jewelry. Speaking of watches. So I, I am a watch person. I have several watches and I got watches as my push presents for both, for having both kids. Your push presents. Everybody should get a push for I definitely didn't get push for Oh yeah. I got a baby nurse. Okay. That was my push present. Well, yeah, I got gifts after the kids were born and I, and I picked out watches and I love both of them. And I wear my watches. I'm always switching up my watches. Um, and I wear them all the time. And when I put them on, I'm not, I'm like thinking in my head, like, oh, I'm putting this on because like, this is something that Darren gave to me. No, no, no. But it's not because it's something Darren gave you, but if it makes you, if it reminds you of Darren, it doesn't upset you. Like that other jewelry I won't wear because it will be, it will be upsetting to me because it reminds me of him. Yeah. It's not, it's not for anything else. Like I want it to make me feel good. Right. And, and so wearing those makes you feel good. Wearing this watch makes me feel good. Right. And I know it's because I picked it out. I found it. I wanted it for me. And, and my jewelry now, honestly, going forward is stuff that I love. I'm an impulsive jewelry shopper but I don't shop for jewelry like on a regular basis right. at all. But if I happen to be somewhere and I really love it and it's not going to break my bank, I'm freaking buying it right. because I will love it. Like I, I love my earrings and, and I love this like happy bracelet that I, I went to buy a gift for a friend 
with her. It was like a group gift. And I went with her to pick it out and I walk away with a bracelet. Yeah. But I, I don't, for me, that's kind of how I shop that I have from, from marriage or other relationships. None of it upsets me to wear. It's not like I might not think that I'm putting this on like, oh, you know, like I have a couple of those like rope bracelets with like the charms on them from my relationship with Boston. And like, I, I haven't worn them in a little while, but that's because I'm wearing these bracelets that my, my parents gave me. But like, I have, I mean, I wore them for a long time and I would totally wear them again. I still love them. You can change out the cords. Did you them. pick them out? No, actually, no, I did not. He bought the first one. It actually was a surprise. And I was so nervous to open the box. And right, I think you like it. it. He nailed my style. It was perfect. And I loved it so much that I think the next year for my birthday, they were, there was like a new version. And I was like, that's what I want. Cause he had done such a great job the year before. So yeah, I think if I, when I wear them, it's like, yeah, it's sort of like, oh, I know that he gave them to me, but I'm not, I, I'm okay with still wearing it. But I have had like, like uh, uh, Leo, I remember one time I think was like a little bit like, really? Like you're going to wear jewelry that someone else gave you. And I, and I think that there are probably a lot of other men out there who might not love the idea that their girl is wearing jewelry that was given to them by another guy. I, here's what I think for me. Well, how would you feel if the guy you were dating was wearing something? Oh my God. I'm sorry, everybody, but this fly keeps flying into my mouth. I've never had a fly like that close to me. I will tell you, I wouldn't give a shit if a guy was still wearing a watch that an ex gave them for whatever, because I think that what it is for me is that, and this goes back to another conversation we had had at one point about like, you know, being sentimental and nostalgic. Like I'm not a very sentimental person. So for me, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me to wear things that somebody else gave me. And it doesn't bother me if, if a guy that I'm with is wearing. I think that's the big difference though. Cause I'm definitely sentimental. Yeah. I mean, look at all my pictures. You call me a sentimental stockpiler. So right. that all makes sense. And I actually have really great stuff that I got from the first relationship I was in after I separated. He like wanted to buy me, you know, a beautiful wallet and, and, and stuff and coming out of my marriage you know, having someone who really wanted to, it like brought him joy, right, to buy me. Years later, I'm using this. This is what Boston gave me for one of my birthday presents. I use it every day. I mean, so, but I do wear some of that jewelry that he got me because I really do love it. But others I, I don't wear because I don't want to explain where it came from. So interesting. But I, I will say one of the signs that you do, and it's not the only sign, but I've never, ever, ever been in a relationship with someone who buys me stuff that I would have picked out on my impulsive jewelry. Oh, Frank nails it every time. I mean, these necklaces are so me and the earrings he bought. I mean, there it's, it's me. Yes. I, he, yes. yeah, it just, he so I've never had that before. And it doesn't mean that you don't stay with the guy if he's not you know, right on it. I think yeah. you just got to go with him to pick out stuff you like, or like send a few hints, but he is like, he's like right on. And it just makes me feel so good. So, so I don't want to wear somebody else's jewelry. I don't want to make him feel bad, but like, what do you do with that jewelry? That's more of your stuff now. Well, you're so that, collecting. But that's the question. So what I wonder is, 
we should, we, we're going to have a conversation with a jewelry designer to talk about like options with jewelry or resetting it or melting it down and making other things. Because I think that that like warrants a conversation. There may be people out there who have their rings and they're never going to wear their rings again, but for whatever reason, like they have a beautiful stone and how else can they use it? How can they reset it? Can they make it into earrings? Can they make it into a necklace? Can they put it in a bracelet? You know, well, I think the first question is, are they comfortable wearing it in any form ever again? Someone who is comfortable in wearing it, who's someone who wants to be able to reuse it and not just sell it back. And it's like, this could right. be a beautiful piece of jewelry. And or you put it away until you're like through all the emotional turmoil and you can make a logical choice about it. Don't be impulsive about what you do with it is all I'm saying, because you might regret it. So make your choice to reset and invest in it or sell it when you're in like a good space in your head and you're not just kind of all in the muck because unless you don't want to regret your choice. Unless you need the money. If you need the money, legit go and sell it and do what you need to do right. with it. But I feel like in terms of what the options are for repurposing some, some right. jewelry that you have, there are probably a lot of amazing, beautiful options. Like there may be people out there who have, you know, dozens of gold bracelets or necklaces that they're not wearing. And by the way, could, maybe not even from, you know, relationship jewelry, but like you can melt it all down, put it into a mold and make a new ring or right. whatever it is. So or I sell it and use the money to buy something else. Yeah. I know that um, my daughters each have a set of diamond studs and they're, they're so pretty and little and just like so perfect for them. They came from their great grandmother's engagement ring. Wow. And um, it was actually Kevin's cousin who decided to do that and, and gave it to the girls. And look, they're 21 and 20 now, but those are like really meaningful. Maybe they'll pass them down to their daughters. And, and it was like a beautiful thing. So you can do that too, you know, if you want to build some kind of a legacy around you know, the stone, even if you don't want to wear it, but you know, for your children and your grandchildren or whatever. So anyway, we'll get to all of that. That's such a great idea because when I was a teenager, my mom had a tennis bracelet with round like bezel set stones. They weren't very big. And I guess at a certain point, whatever, she was kind of done with the bracelet she had a pair, uh, like two of the little stones made into a set of diamond studs for me that she gave me for my 16th birthday. And I still have them and I'm planning on giving them to Zoe for her 16th birthday next year. I hope she's not listening to this. So <laughs> I, like, there, there are so many things that can be done. And I feel like the jewelry, the, the pieces of the jewelry, the significance, the cost, you know, the nostalgia, the sentimentality from around it, it really is such um, an important thing to consider when you're getting separated and getting divorced. And I agree with you, like it's nothing that you ha that anybody has to really rush into, but I do think it's worth trying to figure out, talking to a jeweler or something and finding out like, is there a way to repurpose this so that it can be meaningful to you and even make you feel like you have something that's new and beautiful and fabulous for your own new fresh start. Right, that you're proud to wear and it makes you smile. And so do that for yourself. But this is, this is just a tip of the iceberg of my stuff. Yeah. So I'm glad we talked about it today. Thanks so much for listening to Divorce Etc. with the X-Experts. 
We really hope this episode was helpful for you in getting information you need and feeling empowered to get through it. And always remember there are so many of us just like you. Now, please hit the subscribe button so you always get new episodes and please rate and review us. You can also check out our website filled with free resources at xexperts.com. Follow us on social on Instagram and Facebook and send us an email to let us know your thoughts or any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about. See you next time.